0: Hello and welcome to this podcast. I'm Sid from the Manage Engine IT Security Solutions team. This podcast is about one of the hottest topics in cybersecurity. You guessed it, it's ransomware. Ransomware, as I'm sure you all know, is a type of malware that can encrypt your systems, typically targeting your files. This is such a big problem to tackle in this day and age that we now have dedicated solutions available in the market just for ransomware protection. That's how big of a problem this has become for IT security. I don't need to tell you the stats. You have all probably seen these statistics that say things like a business is hit with ransomware every few seconds. What's worse, if you ask me, is that ransomware attacks are becoming more common they're becoming more sophisticated, and the attackers are demanding more ransom. One of the reasons for this is that ransomware is becoming an easy attack to carry out for any cyber criminal. There is what we call ransomware as a service, which people can buy on the dark web, and even those cyber criminals with limited technical knowledge are now able to carry out large-scale targeted attacks. And we have seen way too many high profile organizations and government agencies uh, being hit with the attacks and, and they get reported on the news. So attackers know that we really care about our data and that is why they are able to demand ransom for the decryption. But it's not as simple as paying the ransom to get your data back. In fact, experts will agree that it is not a wise idea at all to protect your organization's sensitive files by having the attitude of, I will pay the attackers if I get decrypted. And this is because there is no guarantee that you pay your Bitcoin to some unknown cyber criminal. Why do they have to decrypt your data? There is no guarantee, right? In fact, it only encourages them to carry out more attacks, knowing that people are willing to pay Uh, Bitcoin, pay ransom to get their data back. So what do we do then? Well, we should implement measures, security measures, to prevent, detect and recover from ransomware attacks so that we don't have to pay a penny to a cyber criminal and have our data held hostage. So let's look at some key technologies that you may want to consider as part of your ransomware defense strategy. This is a good opportunity for you to to assess your existing measures, to assess your security posture and fill the gaps by implementing the right set of solutions. So let's start with what I think is the most important uh, measure, which is recovery. Reliable backups are the only sure shot way of mitigating ransomware. This is the first thing that you want to do even before you start evaluating some next-gen antivirus or mitigation solutions. It's become such a cliche thing almost to say now in IT that backups are the only sure shot way of recovering from attacks like ransomware. Now, the backup itself, you should make sure it's secure, make sure that it is offline so that ransomware doesn't get the chance to access it and, and spread and encrypt your backups as well and make sure that your backup process is continuous, right? So the frequency of your uh, backup should be very high so that the data in your backup is up to date. This is extremely critical so that you can restore the data in the worst case scenario of getting attacked. And you don't have to pay the attackers because you can now simply restore your data and doing so you are not paying the, not only are you not paying the attackers, but you're also minimizing the loss of business continuity by reloading your data and making them available um, in your organization as soon as possible. So that is the first um, step, which is recovery measures. Now, second, let's look at some preventive measures. These are things that you would do to reduce the chance of being hit with an attack, right? By implementing these measures, you are reducing the chance of the ransomware attack from getting into one of your systems in the first place. Let's look at four key things. First, you need to have a proper identity and access management and governance strategy. Follow the best practices to limit accesses, uh, that is your privileges in your network. Now you need to follow practices such as enforcing least privilege and what we call just-in-time access to ensure that Excess privileges are just not floating around in your network without even your knowledge. And on the same note, focus on protecting your current privileged accounts and closely monitor privileged accesses. Because your permissions have a crucial role to play. Uh, because as dangerous as ransomware is, it can't exactly bypass the permission levels of your users, computers and files. So make sure you are managing and accessing, uh, managing your accesses properly. So you can use a combination of identity and access management and privileged access management solutions to, uh, to achieve these objectives. Now, the second preventive measure is user education, because the weakest link in your security system is undoubtedly your end user. Because you may have the best security systems in place, but all it takes is that one end user who naively downloads malware or clicks on a phishing email and ends up compromising the security policy of your entire organization. So this can go a long way if you have a culture that, and this is, I think, the responsibility of the IT teams to inculcate this Security awareness culture in the organization. You can conduct various internal campaigns, competitions, and the like to encourage users and educate users to think about the importance of security. Because your employees are part of the business and they definitely care about um, the business's reputation and, and continuity and those sort of things. So if they are told of the dangers in the cyberspace, they will definitely exercise caution when they are going online and and doing their work. On a related note, you can also look at email security solutions since that seems to be the preferred mode of delivery of ransomware attacks. Now, third preventive measure is using solutions such as an antivirus or an anti-malware and other endpoint protection solutions that can prevent a ransomware infection from executing on your system, right? So these ensure that even before it can launch, you are able to curb the attack and prevent it from even executing in the first place. And fourth is related to your endpoint management and patching. Make sure that your systems are running the latest updates and that vulnerabilities are fixed. In fact, most ransomware attacks, like any other malware to be honest, exploit vulnerabilities ...to infect and spread across systems of the network. In fact, the infamous WannaCry ransomware that you surely um, heard about... ...used a known exploit, right? It exploited a known vulnerability... ...and this was a vulnerability that has been identified and fixed by Microsoft... ...months before the attack proliferated across the globe. But unfortunately, most organizations had not patched their systems... So using a, something like a patching solution, you can immediately identify systems that are missing critical patches and then deploy those patches immediately. So if all your systems are patched and, and software is updated, chances are there are lesser vulnerabilities that someone can exploit in order to carry out an attack. So thereby you're able to uh, prevent the attack and, and um, that can go a long way in keeping your organization safe and sound. So these are some preventive measures. This is definitely not an exhaustive list. I just gave you four um, things that you can do, but you can start doing these things immediately to improve your security posture. But preventive measures by themselves are not going to be enough. And that is because no preventive measure can be a 100% guarantee, right? Preventive measures can, yes, they can go to 99%, 99 99.9% and that is great because that itself can eliminate so many possible attacks. But you still need to be prepared to detect something that was able to bypass your preventive measures. And this is where monitoring your network comes into the picture. And I'd like to talk about three layers of monitoring that you can start to implement right away. First is monitoring your network perimeter, track your firewall activities, look at the connections that are coming in, communications that are going out and identify malicious communications. This is best achieved by using a SIM solution that has a built-in threat intelligence platform that can help you detect and block communications with blacklisted sources, right? because. Threat feeds are able to maintain the list of the latest blacklisted sources on the World Wide Web, some of which could be um, ransomware uh, domains. And you can monitor your network perimeter and look at threat intelligence feeds to identify communications to these ransomware domains happening in your network. But don't just stop with looking at the network perimeter. That brings me to the second layer of monitoring, which is to monitor your hosts, right? So monitor the actual hosts in your network and watch out for suspicious activities such as the installations of a new software or a service, uh, the launching of a suspicious process or multiple registry key changes, right? Because some of these things are what you would see when a malware like ransomware executes on a system. You would see something unusual happening like Uh, a new process being launched, some registry modifications, you may see an unexpected shutdown or reboot of the system, and so on. And these could be indicators of compromise or IOCs that you can use to identify that a potential ransomware infection is happening on one of your systems in your network. And the third layer of monitoring is your data level, or your file level, and you want to monitor your file folder activities. Because your file folders, after all, are the ultimate target for a ransomware attack. If all the other measures fail, make sure that you can detect a ransomware infection at that final stage when it starts to encrypt your files. Now, of course, this may not be ideal, but it still helps you do some damage control right, at that final stage when ransomware executes and your files are starting to get encrypted, if you're able to at least catch it then and there, you may be able to immediately shut down the system, quarantine the system, uh, take it off the network, that is, so that it does not spread, and you can, if you have the reliable backup, you can restore the files that were already encrypted, and you're able to do damage control. So when you're monitoring your files, there are two simple things that you can do. One is to track your file modifications and uh, like your writes, renames, uh, encryptions and those kinds of activities and watch out for several events happening within a short time frame, which could be the indication of a ransomware attack. Right? These are what we call mass access events, wherein Too many accesses and modifications, which I, like I said, it could be writes, renames, encryptions, and so on. Many of these happen within a short period of time. That could be the telltale signs of a ransomware attack. And you can also watch out for specific ransomware encryption formats. So each ransomware might encrypt your files with a specific extension. And you can watch out for some of these known extensions so that you can immediately Know by virtue of the creation of such a type of file in in one of your systems, that you are under attack. Of course, like I said, this is the last stage. In terms of monitoring, you want to monitor at the network layer, host, and the data levels, and thereby you are in a better position to detect and mitigate ransomware uh, in your network. So have this in mind. You want to have your recovery in place, You want to have preventive measures to reduce the chance of being hit by an attack and you want to have various layers of monitoring to detect and mitigate an attack before it's too late. So do these measures, take this seriously so that you don't have to pay ransom to the cyber criminals. Thank you so much for tuning in for this podcast. I hope you found this useful. Uh, Do stay tuned for more podcasts from us and bye for now.